What is the favourite thing that you enjoy at this time of year? Just have a think. If I was to ask you and take a microphone round and come, come around, what would it be that you would say is your favourite thing? Would it be the chance to spend time with family? Well, some of that got put paid to yesterday, didn't it? Do you look forward to buying that double edition of the Radio Times? Does anyone still do that? Buy the two-week Radio Times? We, we always seem to do that for, for some reason. Is it that you're off school? Is it that you're off work? Is it just a break from the normal routine? But I wonder, particularly for some of the younger ones watching or here, are you hoping to get some good presents? Is that something that you really look forward to? Maybe some of you older ones too. Uh, you're maybe not too old to, to think about something you might get, but there's different types of gift, isn't there, that we might have. Maybe you're someone who's hoping for something. You're secretly hoping for something. You haven't really told anyone about it. Or maybe you mentioned something ages ago. You just don't know if you're going to get it. You're hoping for something. Or maybe, maybe you're someone who's got no idea whether anyone's going to get you anything at all. Maybe you don't know what to expect. So there's hoping, there's expecting, or maybe you really need something. Maybe there's something that you've needed it for ages. Maybe you've told mum or dad or somebody. Maybe you just hope that someone will notice that you need this thing and they'll get it for you. Now, if I was to go around and guess what each of you needs, I'd probably get it wrong, wouldn't I? I don't know what you need or what you need or what you need. Hoping, expecting, and needing. Now, in those readings that we just had on the night that Jesus was born, we saw that there were some shepherds out on the hills. They were looking after their sheep, weren't they? It was very dark. Perhaps it was cold at night. Perhaps it was very quiet and still. And the shepherd's job was to guard and to protect the sheep, to keep them safe, to watch out for anything that could be dangerous to them. Perhaps they'd done that job for years and years. Do you know this year I've done my job, the one I'm in now, for 20 years? That makes me feel old. Maybe they'd done that job for longer than that. But all of a sudden, this night was to be different because God did something incredible. A bright light shone in the night sky. An angel stood before them, said the Bible. Who's ever been in a dark room when someone's come in and turned the lights on? Maybe somebody's woken you up in the middle of the night and you're like, Ugh! you're squinting your eyes against the light. But this light was different because this, the Bible says, was the glory of the Lord. And it was so awesome that the Bible says that those shepherds were afraid. I imagine they perhaps dropped to their knees in fear, in shock. What is happening here? They probably thought. But the angel, we're told, said something to them. What did the angel say? The angel said to them, do not be afraid let's be honest would you still have been afraid I think I probably still would have been afraid and the angel made this big announcement to the shepherds that we just heard about 
in our readings. And what we're going to do very simply this afternoon is just see three things in the announcement that the angel gave to the shepherds. And maybe to help you remember this, we've got some presents. Oh, let's have a look. Now, I'm afraid that with household bubbles and social distancing, these are going to have to stay a bit close to home in the back family. So now there's a bit of cringing going on on the front row in case any of this is for, for me. This one is for Chloe. So, Chloe, you're going to have to come up and open this, please. This isn't scripted or staged. Actually. So do you want to open that? Let's see. What is it? Headphones. Headphones. Now, were you hoping for those? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is the right answer. So you were hope why were you hoping for these? They look quite cool, by the way. Because I didn't have any. Because you didn't have any. So you were hoping that you would get them. Great. You can go now. Thank you. <laughs> you can keep your headphones. And there's another one. This one's for me. Let's see. I don't know who's been buying all these presents, but this I was hoping that somebody would get me a CD with Christmas songs and music and carols on, and here it is, Home for Christmas. This is from the church that Thomas has gone to in Nottingham. Christmas songs and carols. I shall look forward to listening to that, because I was hoping that somebody might get me that, and Chloe was hoping for those headphones. So what is it that you might be hoping for if I asked you? Sometimes we hope for something and we don't get it. Sometimes we hope for something for days and weeks and weeks, or maybe months, or maybe years. Sometimes we hope for things that actually may not be the best thing for us. What was in your mind just then when I said, what is it that you're hoping for? Was it something that wouldn't actually do you any good? Or was it to be able to meet together? Again, to be with your family or to be with your friends, to be with your church family, to be able to sing again, perhaps. Some churches this week have done outdoor carol services where we can sing God's praise. But when those angels told those shepherds that Jesus was the Savior, the Christ, the Lord, then they realized that this Jesus was the one who people had been hoping for. The angel had said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, we read, which will be to all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. So the angel said, there's something for you. And not just a something, but a someone. There is someone born for you and remember who the angel was talking to this was to the poor shepherds out on the hills and it's not just for you not just for you shepherds but as the bible said for people everywhere you see going right back to when the bible starts people had been looking forward people had been looking forward to what to a time when God would send his son. 
who is also a special king. That's what the name Christ means, the anointed one. The prophet Micah had said in in Micah chapter 5, but you, Bethlehem, Ipratha, though you were little or small among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth to me the one to be ruler in Israel. So this Jesus was the one, is the one, who God had promised and that the people had longed for and hoped for and looked forward to seeing. It had been promised way back in those words that Pete read in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 when we read, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Now, particularly boys and girls, if you're excited, maybe you do a countdown or an advent calendar or something, you haven't got many more days to wait, have you? Until Christmas Day. But people had been looking and hoping and waiting for God to do what he'd been promised that he would, that he would send his son, the one who would be the saviour. And that's what the angel said to the shepherds in that great announcement, wasn't it? There is born to you a saviour who is Christ the Lord. So maybe if you get a present that you've been hoping for, you can remember this. Remember how those shepherds felt. Remember that this Jesus would be born and the message was that he was a gift to them and to people everywhere. And they were the ones who were being told first. They realized that this was the moment. There's a hymn that says, Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set your people free. Jesus had been hoped for. He'd been desired, and now he was here. Well, let's see if there's something else. Let's see if there's something else. Uh Uh-oh. This says to Sam, do you want to open this? Or do you want me to do it for you? He looks the picture of, uh, I don't know. (laughs) Enthusiasm, I was going to say. Let's see, Sam. Now, I think you were expecting this. Let's see. Let's see what it is. It's wrapped up very well is what it is. Oh, it's a water bottle. Is it that exciting? A Tramir water bottle. Did you know Sam supports Tramir? There you go. <laughs> and Sam, actually, is there something? Is there a note in there? Is there a message inside? No, not in there, in the bottle. He'd been expecting it because he'd lost his other one. He's always leaving it at football. Is there something? Oh, what's that? 20. 20 quid. Ooh. <laughs> So is that more than you were expecting? Wow. Oh, well, there you go. Shall I have that? (laughs) Go on, you can go and sit down. So he was expecting something. But it was actually turned out to be more than he was expecting. You see, the second thing that the angels told the shepherds was that this baby was expected. But they were going to see that he was greater than they'd expected better 
than they were expecting. Just think for the moment about what the angels said. When the angels told the shepherds that Jesus was Christ, the Lord, the shepherds realized that, yes, Jesus was the one that they were hoping for. He was the one that they and so many others were expecting, wasn't he? But what would he really be like? What would it be like to have God himself here with us on earth? And then in our readings, if you were there, if you were tuned in, or if you look now at Luke chapter 2, you'll see this heavenly host appeared. Now, all the regulations we've got now mean that you can't have crowds at sporting events. You can't have crowds, really, at football, unless you're in tier two, which Liverpool is. And so at uh, Everton yesterday, I think they had 2,000 fans. And at Liverpool the other day, they could have 2,000 supporters. And they say that just... 2,000 people in a stadium that holds 50-odd thousand doesn't seem a lot, but it generates quite a bit of noise, quite some impressive uh, crowd singing and noise. But this heavenly host that we read about here in Luke's Gospel, this heavenly host was something else again, wasn't it? Like an army of angels, a huge gathering, praising God and singing, glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace and goodwill to all men. So whatever you thought about this Jesus, whatever your thoughts about God, seeing that sight, hearing that chorus, seeing the glory of the Lord as it says, I'm sure those people would have been in no doubt that this event, that this child, that this announcement was greater than they were expecting. People knew that God had promised one day he would send his son, the special king, as we heard this morning, a redeemer. But had everyone realized exactly that he was going to be God's son? Some people thought that when this redeemer came, he would be like a mighty army leader, an army captain. He'd get together a great army and he'd save the country from its enemies. The angel's message was a bit different. Jesus isn't just the king come to lead an army or come to lead a country, but the baby, said the angel, is Christ the Lord. He's the Lord. He's the Messiah. He's the promised one. He's the wonderful counselor. And he's the prince of peace. You see this Jesus, said the angel, he's God himself. God has chosen to step into our world and send his son into it. And isn't that a wonderful message? And Luke describes for us how that sky was filled with that multitude of angels all praising God. Do you think about that? Wouldn't you have loved to have seen that sight? Wouldn't you? Praising God and saying those words, glory to God in the highest. This baby that was born was worthy of an announcement from the angels and a heavenly host praising God. Now, when babies are born, most times you get an announcement, something like this. These are my little uh, nephews, Daniel and William, born about a year ago. Lovely little announcement card. And people do this sort of thing, don't they? Or they put it on social media. Here's an announcement of a baby being born. But this announcement was something else, wasn't it? This is the one 
that we were expecting. But this is the one who is more than we were expecting because he's God's son come into our world. Amon's done a series over time called Is Jesus God? And is Jesus God? The angels here say yes. Don't they? The carol says, God of God, light of light, very God, begotten and not created. He's our wonderful saviour. So here he is, hoping, expected. Now we've got a third gift. Let's see what we've got in here. There's some big, please not me, on the front row. But this one is for Ruth. So... You guys are saved. Let's see what's in this. I'm very nervous about opening this. <laughs> this is actually just what I needed. Anybody knows me, I feel the cold, so that's great. Why would you need a pair of thermal socks? Cold feet. Cold feet. There you go. Well, you can have those. You can have them. Sometimes it's great when we get something that's exactly what we need. Maybe this Christmas you'll get something which is just what you needed. Might not seem exciting to you, a pair of socks like that. But the third thing, seriously, that the angel told those shepherds was that this baby was what they needed was what we need. Because when the angel told those shepherds that Jesus Christ was the saviour, how do you think they felt? We, we believe, don't we, that those shepherds were people who believed in God and who trusted him and wanted to follow him and please him. And they knew, like we know, that we're not like God. We are not like God, are we? Because we do things wrong. We can't live the life that we know we should, that we would want to live. And it's what the Bible calls sin. It's something, isn't it, that God says is, is not a trivial thing. It's serious. Now, of course, whether Ruth has those thermal socks or not doesn't really matter, does it? Well, she might think it does. But the Bible says that there's this terrible disease that afflicts all of us. It's not a virus, but it's something which we can't escape from. It's something which we can't deal with on our own. And so we need someone to save us so that we can be at peace with God, so that we can be spared the penalty that our sins deserve. We can't save ourselves. We need someone to do it for us. We need someone who would stand between us and God and make the way between us and him. And this saviour is Jesus that God has sent us. Good news of great joy for all the people. And that's just what we need. It's what you need and it's what I need. And what did those shepherds do? They could have heard what the angel said. They could have seen this great display and thought, wow, wasn't that incredible? And then just gone back to doing whatever they were doing. But Luke's gospel tells us what they did. It tells us that when the angels had gone and when the skies had cleared and when everything was quiet again, they stood and looked at each other 
And maybe they thought, what just happened here? What did we just see and hear? But they said, let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And so they went. They went straight away. And they saw this Jesus. Just stop and imagine that for a moment. And what did they do next? Well, they went. They went and told everyone they could find about what had happened and, the, and what they'd seen. And as they went, they praised God, we're told. Here is history unfolding right in front of them. They knew that this Jesus Christ was what they needed, who they needed, and what we need also. Because we can't stop the Christmas story there, can we? If we just stop at the manger, then we miss the point. Because there was a reason that Christ, the Saviour, is born. It was a very specific reason. Till on that cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. For every sin on him was laid. Here in the death of Christ, I live. I live. That's why Jesus came. He is the saviour. Do you know him? Have you trusted him? Are you saved by him? Maybe you'll get great gifts this Christmas time. Maybe you'll give great gifts this Christmas time. But we can thank God, can't we? That he's already given us the best gift that we can ever get. His son, Jesus Christ. He's Christ, the special king. He's the Lord, the man who is God. And he's the saviour, the one who came to save us from our sins so that we could be at peace with God. Will you worship him this Christmas?